1: And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Coming to you from Florida's scenic Treasure Coast and bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Hoping to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. We're live on iHeartRadio, on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com or you can call the vent line at raise Hell at 772-245-0750 that's
2: 772-245-0750
1: well Tucker Carlson uh, was back on the air last night I wasn't Sure that he would be. Uh, he took one, another one of these long planned uh, vacations uh, right at the time that he was uh, being attacked by the left. Uh, this is uh, a recurring pattern here. The left attacks him and then kicks up a bunch of uh controversy and then uh, just so happens that uh, that Tucker's got a long planned vacation scheduled. Uh, this is fox news bowing to the mob um and i think it's going to get worse in the run-up to the uh, election uh, they're going to keep him off the air as much as possible and i believe it's with the complicity of the murdochs uh, james and lynch on murdoch uh, who have taken over fox are uh you know they're coastal liberal elites and they don't want to be banished from their their uh fashionable cocktail parties and so they're going to try to moderate this as much as possible. Conservatives don't have a lot of places to go. You know, uh Tucker is by far the the most effective at pushing back on the lunacy that we're seeing coming out of the left and uh and they're attacking him. They've uh, they've filed another one of these sexual harassment lawsuits naming Tucker Carlson and Hannity. There's nothing to them. Um their harassment suits and uh and we're going to have to see if they're successful they have been successful in the past at uh at hounding people off the air none other than bill o'reilly who prior to tucker was the top rated show on fox the uh the management over there at fox finally threw in the towel rather than fight the absurd and ridiculous charges that were leveled against bill o'reilly they're going to try to Dust that template off and uh, use it against Tucker and um, and Hannity. They would try to use it against Laura Ingram, too, if uh, if she wasn't a she and was subject to these kinds of charges. But Tucker was, uh, was on fire last night. I wondered whether or not in the aftermath of the firing of uh, Blake Neff, I guess his name was, for making childish, semi-offensive tweets, not tweets, uh, posts, on uh, bulletin boards. I wondered if uh, they hadn't just fired the whole staff and we're going to hang Tucker out. I don't know. Maybe Tucker wrote uh, that whole show last night during the four days that he had off, but it was uh, fantastic and he was in top form. He's not given an inch At the end of the show. He, uh, he revealed that the New York times was uh, preparing a story to dox him. He had had to move out of his, Former residents when he was doxed and Antifa started showing up and banging on the door and making threats while he was at work against his wife. They'd had to move. And now the New York Times, according to Tucker, was prepared to do it again. Uh, this part of the the harassment. But um, Tucker opened last night's show talking about the travesty that's going on in St. Louis where the George Soros elected district attorney for the for st louis they call them circuit attorneys out there uh, has filed charges against uh, the mccloskeys for daring to um to defend their home after a huge black lives matter protest crowd busted through the gates and threatened the mccloskeys uh, to kill them and burn their house down they came out with weapons and uh and they called the police the police never came but now instead of pressing any charges against the uh the riders that uh trespassed and broke into the property the st louis district attorney kim gardner has filed charges on the mccloskeys for having the uh, uh the nerve to defend their property it's <laughs> it's kind of an upside down world it's not kind of an upside down world it's a completely upside down world the She's pressing charges against a law-abiding citizen for defending his property against the criminals. He's, she's not prosecuting the criminals, and she hasn't prosecuted any of the criminals in all of the unrest that's taken place in St. Louis. They have had riots, arsons, murders, attempts to uh, to pull down the 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 statue of St. Louis that's been defended by Catholics uh, out there in St. Louis it's uh, it's it's chronicled heavily in the Gateway Pundit Kim Gardner hasn't char- charged anybody with that uh, if police arrest them she turns them out just as hard as they can bring them in you might hear uh, the landscapers outside my window who have shown up unexpectedly outside the studio here but uh here is the aforementioned Kim Gardner the Soros funded D.A. in uh, the St. Louis Circuit.
0: I am disturbed by the events that occurred over this weekend where there were peaceful protesters who were met with guns and a violent assault. Since learning of these events over this weekend, I've worked with the public and the police to investigate these tragic events. I will use every extent of Missouri law to hold individuals accountable. <laughs>
1: Everything she just said in that statement was uh, one lie after another. First, she said they were peaceful protesters. They were not peaceful protesters. They uh, they forced entry onto the McCloskey's property and made terroristic threats against them. But instead of holding any of them account, she's up there doing this uh, her best impersonation of uh, of George Orwell and and holding the victims of the crime uh, to account for daring to uh, to defend themselves from the mob and you got to keep in mind McCloskey wasn't operating in a vacuum he lived right in the heart of St. Louis and had seen buildings burned to the ground people killed just right there in his own neighborhood so he had every reason to be reasonably afraid for his life and property of course that is not the spin you will hear on the mainstream media over at MSNBC their, uh, their new host, I don't even know her name yet, but she had a guest on, and both of them declared that the McCloskeys are white supremacists for having the nerve to defend themselves. Well, it's a totally upside-down world. Oop, wrong clip. Let's try again. Here we go. The
0: McCloskeys are not an aberration. They are not an anomaly. They are not crazy, and they are not random. They are a product of the- Oh
1: Well, I'll agree with that first part. They're not crazy. And they're not random. They're exercising their constitutional rights. Actually, one of the most basic inalienable rights recognized throughout history, and that is the right to self-defense.
0: The McCloskeys are not an aberration. They are not an anomaly. They are not crazy, and they are not random. That they are a product of their environment because the American environment prioritizes white people, white wealth and white land at the expense of all others, no matter how many black folks, poor folks or indigenous folks have to suffer along the way. These cases are part of a disturbing pattern in this country of white people, including some who clearly love their guns as much as they love their privilege, threatening the lives of black people for doing the most basic everyday activities.
1: Just the most basic everyday activity, she said. It's just basic everyday activity to burst into somebody's property and threaten them with death and their wife with death. They threatened to kill their dog. (laughs) Oh, here's the problem that Kim Gardner is about to run into. She's, uh, she's brought charges against a very skilled civil litigator who is not going to sit still for this. Uh, she's going to have her day in court. Uh, you know, I don't know what the jury pool will look like there in St. Louis County. I doubt very seriously that she's going to be able to get a conviction against Mark McCloskey or his wife, who is also a skilled litigator, by the way. And after that happens, uh, St. Louis County is going to get the stew sued out of them it's it, the, the the limit on the outrage the the jury award for this outrage is um, is the sky's the limit it's no there's no telling how much how many millions of dollars this idiot Kim Gardner is going to cost the taxpayers of St. Louis County. After she's already cost them so dearly by not enforcing the laws. McCloskey was on with Tucker last night, and uh, he says that, you know, and now he's actually pissed.
3: Well, it's a totally upside down world, Tucker. The people that broke into my neighborhood... They're all trespassing. The, the the guy that recruited it, that planned this event, said the next day that he intended to break the law, that it was his he needed to break laws in order to send his message. None of those people are arrested. None of those people are charged. The prosecutor, the, the circuit attorney has apparently decided that her job as a prosecutor isn't to keep us safe from criminals, but to keep the criminals safe from us. It's it's a bizarre upside down world. I've been a little irritated by this process until today. Now I'm just flat out pissed off. I mean, this is this has gotten to be outrageous.
1: You know, this guy has made a, a, a fortune suing St. Louis. He is actually um, one of these uh, legal vultures that sues police departments. Now I have no doubt that he could probably point to cases where you know the uh, the police department actually engaged in misconduct. But by and large, most of these lawsuits. Settle for an amount that uh, is less than it would cost the city to defend themselves he he's made a career of that, so in that sense, you know uh, I, I think this is kind of karma he's getting, but at the same time, uh, what he did in response to that crowd breaking into his property was legal and uh, and the right thing to do. The old saying is it's better to be judged by twelve than carried by six. And if the McCloskeys had not come out and defended themselves, uh, that could have been the ultimate outcome. Here's another clip from Mark McCloskey.
3: You know, everybody has to stand up and and, and do what's right. And I'm not.
1: Should have done a better job of setting that up. Uh, the question was whether or not, as a result of this, he's going to move out and uh, cave to the mob.
3: You know, everybody has to stand up and, and, and do what's right. And I'm not going to be bullied. I'm, I'm not going to be intimidated. The left, the mob, uses social intimidation and threats to get people to knuckle under and and apologize for doing what's right. And we're not going to apologize for doing what's right. We're not going to back down and we're not going to move. People need to stand up, wake up, and recognize this for what it is. It's a concerted effort to destroy our way of life, to change the fundamental basic social contract, to do away with capitalist democracy and replace it with mob rule, encouraging violence, protecting the criminals and prosecuting people that try to defend themselves against it. It's a bizarro
1: world. It is a bizarro world, but it's not an accidentally bizarro world. This has been a concerted campaign by the left. If you watch the early days of Antifa, you would have noticed that uh, one of the big banners that they like to carry was become ungovernable. And with the uh, bankrolling of George Soros, that is uh, what this country is well on the way to and no place illustrates that more clearly than what's going on in Portland, Oregon. We're going to talk about that when we, get right, when we get back right after this message. Stick with us.
0: Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit DeltaFaucet.com slash VoiceIQ to see how VoiceIQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.
1: So out in uh, Minneapolis, which, uh, you know, became the epicenter of all of this, uh, a major portion of that city was uh, actually burned to the ground. The media has been minimizing it. But they uh, they didn't have, haven't had more destructive riots of an American city since, uh, since the rodney king riots in los angeles i guess that was has that been 30 years ago uh, yet but uh, those major parts of minneapolis are are in ruins and one of the very first fires that was started there after an antifa uh, agitator busted the windows out of a pawn shop the pawn shop was ransacked and set on fire well now I guess that's been over a month ago. I guess they're just now getting around to cleaning up the mess because a charred body was found inside that pawn shop. It's actually been nearly two months since the the building was burned down. They finally sent investigators in acting on a tip and found the man's body in the rubble. (laughs) <laughs> the the uh, police statement is the body appears to have suffered thermal injury, and we have to have somebody charged with setting the fire to that place. I'm sorry, I misstated that. We do have somebody charged with setting fire to that place. Well, what they uh, did was burn someone alive. Thermal injury. That's what uh, they're talking about there. He was burned alive. These are the mostly peaceful protests that Ali Veltje was out there in the street saying, Surrounded by uh, the, the whole block burning, including a police precinct. These are not, by and large, unruly protests. This body has not yet been identified. The, uh, the person that's charged with setting the fire, Montez Tyrell Lee of Rochester, Minnesota, has been charged by the feds with arson that's why they have atf alcohol tobacco and firearms uh, they're going to charge this guy with arson on federal charges and uh, these soros app- appointed or uh, funded attorneys are not going to have a chance to let him off easy he's probably going to spend the rest of his life in jail if not uh, the death penalty oh out in portland oregon they uh, they uh, the the mayor of that town of course wants the uh, the federal agents to step aside. Actually, wants them to stay inside the courthouses and allow those courthouses to be burned down. <laughs> yeah, while the Antifa rioters in Portland attempt to set fire to the federal courthouse there, the mayor Ted Wheeler is on record as saying he wants those uh, those federal agents to stay inside. Last night, rioters were, in fact, successful in tearing off a lot of the protective barrier around that federal courthouse. And then they tried to shatter the, uh, the bulletproof glass so that they could start a fire. They had, in fact, done that with some success about two weeks ago. And yet you've got talking heads on local television out there in Portland saying dumbass things like this.
0: President Trump said he's trying to help Portland. No, he's not. He is not helping. They are not welcome to bring these federal officials uh, into our community because they are making things worse and they are hurting people.
1: They're making things worse by not allowing Antifa to have its way and uh, sacrificing that, that federal courthouse to them. <laughs> Yesterday was a, a funny development apparently antifa that are now being arrested by in, in significant numbers by the feds have called their mommies their mommies have come in to form a human shield against the uh the antifas and these uh these so-called uh, moms i don't know if they are in fact the moms or just claiming to be if they are the uh the moms They are the root cause of all of this, the uh, shitty parenting that has resulted in these cosplay, spoiled, entitled little hipsters out there in the streets doing all of this damage. But the, uh, the moms formed a human shield to protect their babies and started chanting things like this. Feds, stay clear. The moms are here. Well, I guess that's better than the chant that their babies were uh, chanting as they tried to burn down the police union hall over the weekend, which is every city, every town burned the precincts to the ground. Every city, every town burned the precincts to the ground. Feds, get out of here. We got this handled. And you just cannot overstate how unhinged all of this. This is a, a U.S. representative, uh, Gregory Meeks. I think he represents a district in, uh, in Michigan appearing on one of the news shows.
4: Is this the United States of America? It seems as though uh, this would be the same kind of thing that uh, I guess this president wants to go along with his good friends, as he says, Vladimir Putin in Russia. Is something that you would think would take place there, or uh, Kim Jong-un in, in North Korea. that you think would be taking place, this is how they govern and operate.
1: Arresting people for rioting is just like the Soviet Union and North Korea. Yeah, they're, they're going to make this country ungovernable, and they will, in fact, uh, eventually per- perpetuate or uh, precipitate. Uh, the the kind of instability that we have seen with these banana republics and these um these authoritarian regimes as they continue along their determination to make this country ungovernable here's this clip that happened over the weekend uh, so here we go Yeah, yeah. In response, Ted, this is uh, the mayor of Portland who is up for re-election uh, in November. It's going to be very interesting to see whether the voters in Portland reward him with another term for his absolute failure to control uh, crime in his streets.
2: happening here is we have dozens, if not hundreds, of federal troops descending upon our city Oh,
1: they're descending upon our city.
2: What they're doing is they are sharply escalating the situation. They're
1: escalating the situation by enforcing the law.
2: Their presence here is actually leading to more violence and more vandalism, and it's not helping the situation at all. They're not wanted here. We haven't asked them here. In fact, we want them to
1: leave. You don't get to make that choice, Mayor Wheeler. These are federal facilities, and uh, this is the United States of America, and they can arrest people no matter where they are. For violating federal laws.
2: Tactics that the Trump administration are using on the streets of Portland are abhorrent. As you indicated uh, at the introduction, people are being literally scooped off the street into unmarked vans. They're getting
1: scooped off the street, otherwise known as being arrested. They've used this term. They're being kidnapped when they're being arrested and held hostage when they're being put into jail. Oh, man. I don't know if this country can survive this level of dishonesty and lunacy from the far left. And I, you know, he's up for re election this year. The governor, Kate Brown of Oregon, is up for re election in 2022. And I'm just having a real hard time believing that the law abiding citizens who still re- uh, represent the vast majority of the people of Oregon and Portland are going to vote for more of this to be interesting to see what happens in Seattle after uh, that mayor's summer of love that, dis- that resulted in the destruction of a major part of her city. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at Chris Wallace's interview with Donald Trump right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Stick with us. And you're back on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five Zero Radio Network, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So they're accusing Donald Trump of. Uh, Once again, of refusing to accept the election results, of course, this came to a head when Chris Wallace, who for some reason Donald Trump agreed to sit down with for an hour-long interview, asked him uh, if he would accept the election results, and he said he was very worried about uh, this mail-in voting that the Democrats have been uh, enacting in key swing states. Michigan and Minnesota in particular. I'm not sure what's going on in Wisconsin. I don't know if they've done it. But he says he's worried about that, and he's worried about fraud. And if you watch the Democrats, you can see that they were preparing to, uh, to, in fact, engage in that fraud and then uh, launch a legal challenge against the president uh, when, when their misconduct comes to light. I'm looking for this clip of old Joe Biden uh, yeah, I think this is, this is it right here. He's, he's saying that they're assembling this massive legal team and they're getting on the ground and they're preparing this. And of course, in every place, these, uh, these initial mail-in votings have taken place. The results have not been apparent for a month or more after the election. We may not know even in November who, uh, who won the election that has been conducted with these ballots in these States. And uh, and the the Democrats are preparing their uh, their lawfare. That's what they uh, they engage in. And you know uh, these lawyers don't have to have a good case. All they have to have is a string to pull at. And uh, if the election doesn't come out for the Democrats, they will uh, they will agitate and further um, further wreck the body politic in this country. Here's Joe Biden telling uh, telling you what he's doing now. You're going to have to listen close because it's hard to understand what the hell Joe Biden's talking about.
2: Well, the only thing we can do about it is be prepared. We have a whole group of lawyers who are going out to every polling, every uh, uh, voter registration physician in the states, the secretaries of state, making sure that they, in fact, have a game plan as to how they're going to allow the voting to take
1: place. Yeah, how they're going to allow the voting to take place. What the hell is a voter registration physician (laughs) Voter registration Physician Joy Reed even uh, uh, Had to close her eyes When he said that It's amazing uh, Who uh, Joe Biden Deigns to go on With you know Joy Reed uh, was busted Making Anti Homosexual uh, posts on her, Her blog For years When she was caught she claimed that she called the FBI. He said, somebody must have hacked her blog. Of course, the FBI said that, uh, nothing of the sort happened. And eventually she, she had to apologize. But, uh, you know, her apology was accepted. Now she's got a primetime spot spot on MSNBC. But, uh, there was a, a great interview over the weekend on, uh, on uh Breitbart news Saturday where, uh, the leader of a group called True the Vote, who was established um, to, to try to get to the bottom of uh, some of this voters fraud. Her name is Catherine Engelbrecht, and she says the Democrats' campaign for universal mail-in voting is purposely engineered chaos designed to manipulate the 2020 presidential elections. What mail-in voting does, she says, and what we're seeing pushed for in lawsuits or by bureaucratic fiat are universal mail-ins and sending those ballots to everybody on the voter list, active and inactive. We've seen voters here that haven't voted in a decade, but now are going to get ballots. And as a standard, we know that people move frequently and that that ballot is not going to find their way to them. It's going to find their way to somebody, though. When you throw in all the dysfunction in the U.S. Postal Service, she says, and it begs the question, why are we doing this if not but for the intentional manipulation to a certain end? Man, that's exactly what they're up to. She says this is engineered chaos. We need to see it for what it is. This is not an effort to make sure that those who have been affected by the pandemic are going to be able to cast their ballots in a secure and well-defined process. It's anything but that. She says the Democrats are hoping to create such a fog around this whole process that then their lawyers, who are very well organized, can swoop in and battle this out in court. Specifically, the, uh, the former President Obama's administration opened up universal mail-in voting to a whole...
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question.
1: to their uh, to their expansion of social services to non-citizens. The problem, she says, is you get into these incorrect residents, you have conditions created largely through motor voter and then emphasized under the, the Obama administrations that require that all social services programs have voter re- registrations attached to them. And when the Obama administration did, and what the Obama administration did, is when they opened up all of those social service programs to non-citizens and created a very subtle shift in language to require you to opt out of registering to vote when you enrolled in in these programs. In other words, you don't have to, on these uh, these motor voter registrations, affirm uh, affirmatively, (laughs) state affirmatively, that you are a legal citizen registered to vote. You have to put down that you are not a legal citizen and you cannot register to vote. And you know a lot of these illegals are going to be reluctant to, put, to admit on a government form that they're in the country illegally. And so next thing you know, all of these illegals are on the voter rolls and in 22 states now there is no standard at all for voter identification so the democrats are put it, pushing for mail-in voting they don't want anybody to have to have a an id to vote and all of this is being bankrolled by organizations funded by you know it george soros So I said earlier that I wasn't sure if they were doing this in Wisconsin. They are doing this in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin's April election, I've got to take that back. I still don't know whether or not that's going on in Wisconsin. It's going to be, I'm going to find that out and I will let you know. So Trump sits down with Chris Wallace. I couldn't watch it. I can't watch Chris Wallace anymore. He makes me physically ill. He is such a a dishonest invertebrate. But uh, Wallace is pressing Trump on whether or not he will succumb to the, uh, the Democrats' organized vote fraud, and, he, and Trump says this. In general, not talking about November,
4: are you a good loser? I'm not a good loser. I don't like to lose. I don't lose too often. I don't like to lose. But are you gracious? You don't know until you see. It depends. I think mail-in voting is, is going to rig the election. I really do. Uh, Are you suggesting that you might not accept the results of the election? I have to see. Look, Hillary Clinton asked me the same thing.
1: No, I asked you the no, same no, thing in the debate. <laughs> well, he did ask that question at the debate, and he said we would have to see. And uh, And in fact, Donald Trump overcame a huge amount of election interference in 2016 in order to win by a very slim margin of 80,000 votes while Jim Comey's FBI and John Brennan's CIA were spying on his campaign feeding that information to Obama and Clinton you know if i hear another one of these idiot talking heads say that they were spying on Carter Page i'm going to i'm going to throw a shoe at the tv carter page was just their entree into the campaign it allowed the fbi to monitor all of Carter Page's emails, phone calls, and text messages, both forward and backwards in time. And everybody that he communicated with, that FISA warrant also allowed them to monitor their communication. So all of these conversations are stored on huge servers. All of our our phone calls are captured. And then that FISA warrant allowed them to go into those servers and retrieve those phone calls. I don't know. You know, I wonder sometimes are they not allowed to talk about that, or is the mis- uh, the misunderstanding of FISA warrants and this universal surveillance state that we're living in uh, just not known to them? Here's Trump following up on that question.
4: And you know what? She's the one that never accepted it. She never accepted her loss, and but she looks like can a you fool. give
1: Can you give a direct
4: answer? You will accept the election? I have to see. Look, you. I have to say, no, I'm not going to just say yes,
1: I'm not going to say no, an and I didn't last time. Either. It's times like this when you wish that Donald Trump was a bit more articulate what he should have said. was, I will accept the results of a fair election. If the election is not fair, we're going to have to uh, figure out if the Democrats have engaged once again in voter fraud. And if we can determine who in fact won the election. They, uh, during the interview, and, and you know, this, this interview was r- largely characterized as, oh, uh, Chris Wallace just took Donald Trump apart, and Donald Trump was unhinged. That's not the way it sounded to me. It sounded like uh, Trump gave as well as he got, and Chris Wallace, in many questions, was just uh, blatantly dishonest at one point. Um, Chris Wallace was pressing Trump on whether he thought Joe Biden was senile. Trump said he didn't want to use that word, but uh, here here are the words he used.
4: There's nothing they can ask me that I won't give them a proper answer to. Some people will like it. Some people won't like I it. I agree with that. But look, you let, answer the let questions. Biden sit through an interview like this. He'll be on the ground crying for mommy. He'll say, mommy, mommy, please take me home. Well, we've asked him for an interview, sir. He can't do an interview. He's incompetent.
1: (laughs) He can't do an interview. He's not going to do an interview. Maybe he can get the uh, Portland mommies to come out and uh, form a human shield around him so he doesn't have to debate Donald Trump. Here's Trump going on on Biden's mental fitness. I
4: say he's not competent to be president. To be president, you have to be sharp and tough and so many other things. He doesn't even come out of his basement. They think, oh, this is a great campaign. So he goes in. I'll then make a speech. It'll be a great speech. And some young guys start writing. Vice President Biden said this, 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 this. He didn't say it. Joe doesn't know he's alive.
1: Uh, That's that's a little harsh. I wonder sometimes how many people that actually are suffering from dementia are going to uh, to, to be offended by that and vote against Trump. I guess I don't know how big a voting block they would be, but... uh, as people age some people are sharp you know my uh my great grandmother mommy grissom lived to be uh 99 years old and she was sharp as a tack went out and worked in her garden every day and uh did crossword puzzles and uh and so uh, she uh she lived her life right up until the end joe biden is not that guy Oops, sorry about that Ah. <sighs> But uh, here is more babble out of, the mi- uh, out of the mouth of Joe Biden to is- illustrate Trump's point there.
2: The only thing we can do about it is be prepared.
1: Uh, that's not the clip, Jim. Get your act straight here. Oh, this is about his uh, VP selection.
2: That is just being finished I'm having a two hour uh, um, vetting report from the from the lawyers and women and women and men of color as as well as white uh, folks who are doing the vetting um, and uh, when I get all the vetting done of all the candidates then I'm going to narrow the the uh, uh, the uh, the list that.
1: Uh he made some statements the other day that he's going to have to be simpatico with whoever he chooses to be vice president uh, th- th- that would kind of eliminate um Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren who aren't simpatico with anybody. That's not the game they play. They are they're uh hardcore angry women who uh who want to argue with everybody and uh, and they would quickly overtake joe biden in the white house and joe biden i think knows it have you seen these pictures of kamala harris i don't know what she did to her face i don't know if she was um she went on air too soon after the procedure but uh, she looks like the joker man i saw a side uh, what do they call it a split portrait with the old kamala harris before and the new kamala harris after it is scary man it is scary. She doesn't look any. It actually looks like she's had her teeth filed down. She can barely open her eyes and her eyes used to be brown, obviously brown. And now they're black as a night. I mean, literally she could be a different person. <laughs> I've heard people say that, uh, you know, she probably had the procedure and had to get on TV because of John Lewis's death and, uh, that'll all, it'll all, uh, T- uh, the swelling and all the tightening will go down in a couple of weeks and uh, she won't be so grotesque. Hey, we got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. So if you thought this COVID hysteria couldn't get any worse, could not possibly get any worse now in Broward County, the same place that the Democrats tried to engineer uh, the, the governor's election, it's a democrat county and the uh, the voter um, the voter uh supervisor there was caught uh, trying to count um illegitimate ballots but the the place is insane broward county officials now have issued an emergency mandate that requires citizens to wear masks in their home <laughs> oh and, it, it, and even if you live in your house by yourself, they still require you to wear a mask. So this is in, in uh, Broward County, Florida, the new emergency order. Section four, residential property residents, all persons who reside in any residential property, whether single family or multifamily residents or irrespective of whether they own or rent the property, must ensure that all people in the property, including the guests, comply with applicable guidelines, including facial coverings. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it was true if you didn't actually read it. They're requiring you to wear masks inside your own home in Broward County, Florida. So the, uh, the new poster boy for how to properly handle the COVID crisis is, uh, is the same guy that sent infected residents into elderly nursing homes, causing the greatest, uh, loss of death of any state in the nation <laughs> there, including Dr. Fauci. He's holding up Andrew Como as the, the model for the rest of the nation. he In fact, Cuomo received an award this week after he compiled this worst coronavirus record, not only of any leader in the, in the United States, but any leader in the world. If you look at the state of New York, it's got a population um, equal to many European countries. And his mortality rate and his infection rate is the highest in the world without exception. And after taking, you know, several weeks of heat for forcing nursing homes to take sick Chinese virus infected patients resulted in almost 5,000 deaths in New York's nursing homes. He's now being held up to us. By none other than Dr. Fauci as the role model on how to respond to this virus. <sighs> uh, sometimes it feels like you're actually living in some kind of upside down world. Here is the aforementioned Andrew Como on the nursing home deaths. He
2: worked it out, so we always had av- available beds. Nobody was deprived of a bed or medical uh, coverage in any way. And still people died. Still people died. Older people, vulnerable people are going to die from this virus. That is going to happen. Despite whatever you do.
1: Despite whatever you do. Even if you uh, send infected patients into those nursing homes, they're going to die. We, yeah, if you unleash the virus in a population of vulnerable uh, elderly, it, you're going to have massive deaths. And that's what they had in New York. And you've got to remember, this is at the same time when uh, the president had uh, created this huge uh, pop-up hospital in the Javits Center in Manhattan. It was almost never used. Trump sent the USS Mercy, pulled it out of dry dock early sent it up to uh, new york harbor didn't see any patients so it's not like como had no choice but to send those elderly patients into the nursing homes there were plenty of beds available como didn't use them and you have to ask yourself was that an accident was that a misjudgment you know any normal person that you sit down and you say well we know this virus is uh, most likely to kill old people. Should we make sure that people that have the infection aren't sent into those nursing homes in order to protect them? An uh, obvious answer would be yes. But in Como's case, the answer was no. We need to send those patients in there. So you have to, it's a legitimate question to ask Was that an accident? Did he do that? Was that a misjudgment? Were they trying to drive up the number of deaths? And it didn't just happen in New York, of course. It happened in several other states, each and every one of them controlled by Democrats. It happened in New Jersey. It happened in Connecticut. It happened in Massachusetts. It happened in Michigan. And other Democrat-controlled states. The question the answer to the question seems to be an obvious one. You don't do that. And yet, they actually had issued emergency orders requiring it. So I mentioned that um Fox News has now been hit with another one of these uh sexual harassment lawsuits this one by a former employee named Jennifer Eckhart and a frequent guest named Kathy Aru They've accused uh, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Howie Kurtz, and Gianno Caldwell, I don't know who he is, of inappropriate behavior. Yep, they're coming for Tucker Carlson. And they're they're, going to try to get Sean Hannity at the same time. (laughs) This is perfectly predictable. They've tried. uh, uh, Advertiser boycotts didn't work. They tried smearing Tucker Carlson. The New York Times is. According to Tucker last night. In the process of doxing his new address. Anything to. Hound him off the air. Fox News released a response. Denying the allegations. Fox investigated uh, the charges. By these two women. And. uh, And. Found that they are utterly, as they say, false and patently frivolous and utterly devoid of merit. But um, this is going to be something uh, where they're going to beat this uh, this drum all the way up into the election. And and uh, it is a uh, a political tactic. This is not a, um, a meritorious lawsuit. This is what the Democrats are engaging in with their lawfare scheme. They're using the courts and these friendly Democrat judges to harass and silence their opponents. Well, if you thought the Biden campaign could not get more off track or more weird, now Joel Biden is calling for more Islamic faith to be taught in our schools. This is uh, the guy that comes from the party that banned prayer in our school and has you know, abolished or uh, banished the Ten Commandments from public spaces. Biden was talking to a Muslim group on Monday when he said that he wishes schools would teach more about the Islamic faith. Here's a clip.
2: For, uh, for t- thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we t-
1: Well, this as- is the same party that uh, absolutely will sue your ass. If you uh, if you teach anything about Christian faith, the Freedom of uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation, a Democrat leftist group that fights God in the public square, did not respond to a request for comment uh, about Biden's statement. Republican lawmakers in several states have proposed a bill that would require the simple. The statement, in God we trust, be placed prominently in schools. In Pennsylvania, every single Democrat, including um, the governor, opposed the bill. Leftists um, don't want, in God we trust, but Joe Biden wants to teach more about Islam in our schools. And while we're on the topic of religion out in California, of course, Gavin Newsom has is, uh, is not yet completely locked down uh, the businesses and um, issued these mandatory stay-at-home orders in California. He says he's, he's right on the verge of doing that. But what he has done is once again shut down the churches. Well, now churches are fighting back against these orders. Many of them require that they not sing and uh, that they shutter the church. Well, a taxpayer-funded national, oh, let me see, I'm getting this wrong. The churches filed suit on Wednesday in a federal court in Sacramento and are seeking an exemption from the uh, governor's executive order that requires them to discontinue singing or chanting in church. Like many of the other of these uh, church-related lawsuits, it argues that the order treats churches differently than other sectors of society saying that Newsom has been unwavering in his support of mass protests. He's not only been in support of them, he's been out there in the streets with them. When asked to explain whether people need uh, or should heed Newsom's mandate and avoid large gatherings, Newsom refused to place the same restrictions on protesters, explaining that we have a Constitution and a right to free speech. Well, guess what? That same um, amendment to the Constitution, the First Amendment that protects your right of free speech also protects your right to worship freely as you see fit. So they're picking and choosing which constitutional rights that they're going to protect. And of course, they're coming down squarely on the side or against free speech and the right to worship. We got to run. Oh, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us. And invite you back here again tomorrow right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Talk to you then.
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods, like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more.